Post-fight bonuses are a hot topic in the MMA world. Some hate them and think fighters shouldn't have to beg for 50 Gs. Others find them to be a great incentive for entertaining bouts. Wherever you fall on that spectrum, we're fascinated by these bonuses and the fighters who earn a bunch of them. And while it's pretty common knowledge that Donald Cerrone has the most at 18, what we're interested in today is not totals, but hot streaks. Which fighters had the most bonuses earned consecutively over a series of fights? So I went through all 1,991 bonuses given out up to the time of this writing to bring you the longest and the best streaks. I'm Tommy from MMA On Point, and hot dang summer is inbound, muscles are rippling, and Jocko Fuel is back to see us through. So of course, using the exclusive code MMA On Point 20, get 20% off your subscription, get your free lifetime shipping, and go kick some ass with the official fuel of MMA On Point at originmain.com slash jocko-fuel. More on that later. For now, though, here are the 10 most insane back-to-back bonus runs in UFC history. Before we start, a quick note, there were three fighters who also scored at least five bonuses in a row that did not make our list, but Donald Cerrone, Duho Choi, and Matt Brown deserve at least a mention here, because five in a row is pretty damn nuts, but the ones that made the list were just a bit more impressive. Like number 10, Brian Ortega. Oh, nice segue. Our first official entry started his epic run in his fifth UFC fight, taking on Hanato Moicano at UFC 214. Brian Ortega was in the second prelim on FXX that night, not exactly top billing, but he still managed to steal the show when his bout with Moicano earned the fight of the night. T-City would win with a guillotine choke, quite impressive, but not worth a double bonus. That would come in his next fight, this time a headliner for Fight Night Fresno. Ortega threw down with Cub Swanson in a two-round thriller before landing yet another guillotine choke. The performance and the bout got him 100k transferred to checking, and the impressive back-to-back wins would earn him a bout against former champion Frankie Edgar, who was coming off a big win over Yair Rodriguez. Here, Ortega would earn another performance bonus for a brutal KO of Edgar, because one does not simply just knock out Frankie. The strength of that victory set up T-City for a featherweight title challenge against Max 4.0 KDR Holloway. And this one would be an all-time classic. It set a ton of total strike records at the time, but unfortunately, Ortega took the brunt of it and was so badly damaged following the fourth round, the doctor had to call a stop to it. He would secure his fifth straight bonus, though, this one for fight of the night. A small consolation for that beating, I'm sure. From being lost in the prelims to a shot at gold, though, a damn good couple of years for Brian Ortega. Number 9, TJ Dillashaw. Dollar Dollar Billishaw really did something amazing with his run of bonuses beginning with a title fight he wasn't supposed to be in at UFC 173. TJ Dillashaw was selected as a replacement for Rafael Asuncao to take on Demon God King of the Bantamweights Henan Burrell. Against massive odds, the biggest in UFC title fight history still to this day, TJ would absolutely tear through the champ, capping his night off with a head kick TKO halfway through the fifth to earn both the performance of the night and the fight of the night. But of course you can't take down the king in such an unexpected way without having to show everybody you can do it again. Or at least that was what was supposed to happen next, but when Burrell passed out cutting weight, a debuting Joe Soto was sacrificed to the new champion. Jokes aside, Soto didn't do too bad, but he would be finished in the fifth by a head kick as well, earning Dillashaw his third straight bonus. The rematch with Burrell would finally take place nearly a year later. All TJ needed this time, though, was four rounds of domination before he put the former title holder away to score yet another performance of the night. Finally, Dillashaw would meet Team Alpha Male boogeyman Dominic Cruz in an instant bantamweight classic that would earn a fight of the night, but see TJ lose his title via a split decision. Never fun to end a hot run of bonuses on a loss, but considering all of this happened with gold on the line, makes that five bonus run all the more impressive. Number eight, Robert Whitaker. 
That smiley Aussie guy that won Tough the Smashes was having decent success after moving to middleweight in 2014, but where people really started to take notice is also the same time Robert Whitaker would go on an epic bonus run. Things kicked off with a wild one-rounder against Derek Brunson that would see Bobby Knuckles use his leg to get the job done and earn himself both fight of the night and performance of the night. From there, Whitaker planted one upside Jacare's dome for a finish, no small feat as Sosa was very much still at the time seemingly unbreakable. It was his first KOTKO loss since 2008 in Dream, and that was from an upkick. Another bonus was had, and the win would put Bobby in the middleweight interim title picture, as Mike Bisbean and GSP were complicating things with the real strap, so the Reaper would have to take on death himself in the form of Yoel Romero. Their UFC 213 encounter would be one for the books, with Whitaker surviving a terrible knee injury early in the bout, stuffing the majority of the Olympians' takedown attempts, and nearly landing twice as many blows to earn that temporary gold as well as fight of the night. Following GSP's vacation of the real belt, Bobby K was upgraded to undisputed champ, but sidelined due to his health. He returned for a second war with the Soldier of God, because heavy is the head that wears the crown. This one was razor thin, maybe even the wrong call, but Whitaker retained via split decision. After that, his run of five bonuses would come to an end at the hands of our next entry. Number seven, Israel Adesanya. Upon entering the promotion at UFC 221, Israel Adesanya was immediately getting comparisons to John Jones and Anderson Silva. Not a bad thing when people first see you and start saying that you remind them of two of the greatest fighters to ever fight. And while his debut against Rob Wilkinson would earn him a performance bonus, the run that landed him on this list started against Brad Tavares. In the rare instance of Dana giving out a performance bonus to a fighter that didn't finish a fight, he did land triple the significant strikes and stuffed 11 of 12 takedown attempts, but still not something you see often. Next, Izzy would highlight real finish Derek Brunson in the first round after a heated buildup to their UFC 230 showdown, the TKO earning him a performance bonus and status as the new hotness at middleweight. Next up would be a fight that felt very much like the passing of the torch with Anderson Silva. Massive hype around it, but a more tactical battle, one that was intriguing as hell, and earned a fight of the night. That's three in a row now for the kids playing at home. The win would put Adesanya in an interim title bout with Kelvin Gastelum that was pure madness, both fighters going to the brink and earning a fight of the night in the fight of the year. Israel walked away with a swollen face, but a golden ticket. Things come full circle back to Bobby Knuckles a second round counter would drop the champ and begin the Adesanya era with a performance of the night, his fifth bonus in a row. Then the champ had one of the worst fights ever against Yoel Romero at UFC 248, but we don't talk about that. Number six, Joe Lozon. He was known as the bonus king for a time, although his records have been surpassed. Technically, he'll always have the most submissions of the night since that bonus is no longer awarded, though. And another distinction he holds is breaking that five-bonus streak barrier on this list. Lozon had already earned three bonuses five fights into his UFC career, not a bad percentage, but starting with Jeremy Stevens at Fight Night 17, he would go on his most incredible run, even if he lost a few times during it. Stevens would catch a nasty armbar in the second to earn the submission bonus for Joe. Next, he would battle Sam Stout at UFC 108, getting utterly dominated on the scorecards, but entertaining the hell out of the crowd for a fight of the night. He followed up that performance with another armbar worthy of 50k against Gabe Rudiger, one of the most one-sided two-minute beatdowns you will ever see in your life. At UFC 123, he would be finished by George Sotiropoulos in the second round via a Kimura, but it was a banger and the fight of the night. Then in back-to-back first-round submission victories over Kurt Warburton and Melvin Gillard, Moneybags Joe would again be rewarded for his efforts. Lozon is probably my personal favorite fighter ever, and well, that bonus round right there just speaks directly to what makes him so fun to watch, does it not? Number 5. Nate Diaz Newer fans of the UFC who only really got to know Nate Diaz after he made his big splash with Conor McGregor don't realize that after winning the Ultimate Fighter Season 5, he was kind of a big deal, and for a while being treated as such. Nate has even said in interviews that the UFC looked at him a lot differently during his first run of five victories. And it was during that period that Nate would score six bonus winning fights in a row. He kicked things off with a slick triangle choke on Alvin Robinson for his first ever bonus, Submission of the Night. He followed that up by subbing Kurt Pellegrino for an extra 50k, the famous double fingers in a fully locked-in triangle. His first ever main event would be against 
Josh Near, and this would start a three-fight trend of Nate and his opponents stealing the show. The Near fight, as well as his bouts with Clay Guida and Joe Stevenson, would all be awarded Fight of the Night. Diaz would come up short in the latter two, but bounced back by earning a submission of the night against Melvin Gallard in his second-ever main event. It was during that time period that Nate began to amass a cult following, and while Tough definitely helped in that regard, his run of exciting fights and finishes right out of the gate certainly didn't hurt. Number 4. Tony Ferguson it's tied for the longest win streak in lightweight history, and it's one of the best runs the sport has ever seen. Tony Ferguson's six-year unbeaten streak saw a total of nine bonuses awarded in 12 fights, six of which all came back-to-back. -back. We start with the only man to ever beat Habib Nurmagomedov, Gleason Tebow. Just jokes, Habib fans, don't send me any angry tweets. It was a super close fight, though. Anyway, Tony finished Tebow with a rear naked choke in just over two minutes to earn a performance bonus. Next, he would earn that rare performance of the night on a decision against Josh Thompson. Tony battered him and scored 30-27s on two cards and a 30-26. Then El Kikui would double dip in an instant classic with Edson Barbosa that was pure violence, earning the fight of the night and a performance bonus for his Bravo choke finish. He would finish Lando Venata with the same submission, but didn't earn 50k for that. Instead, because the newcomer nearly finished Tony at one point, this bloody two-rounder would be named fight of the night. Ferguson would face off against Rafael Dos Anjos next, and put on a blistering pace from horn to horn. It would mark a clear turn from rising talent to title contender, and earn Tony his sixth straight bonus with fight of the night honors. From there, Tony would win an interim title, but end his streak of bonus his next three bouts after that would be fight of the night, though. The man can put on a show. Number three, Ronda Rousey. The span of the legendary run of Ronda Rousey's UFC dominance also encompasses a crazy streak of bonuses, seven in a row, starting right after her debut bout against Liz Carmouche. The rowdy one would double up in her first ever title defense against Misha Tate. The bout was the longest of her career up to that point, and Tate had a few good moments. Ultimately, she would succumb to the dreaded armbar, and Ronda would leave with fight and submission of the night honors. Then it was back to first round murder town. Sarah McMahon, Alexis Davis, Kat Zingano, and Betch Kohea. Back to back to back to back performance of the night bonuses, the longest of those fights went a minute six. Two didn't even last 20 seconds, and she KO'd Kohea in 34, don't cry. So if you're keeping score, that's six bonuses earned thus far, and I'm sure she wishes she never earned that seventh. Surprisingly, or perhaps not because of the monumental feel of the moment, Rousey's shocking second round loss to Holly Holm would earn fight of the night honors. Holm would get the performance bonus as well for her legendary finish. Rousey's UFC flame burned briefly, but it certainly burned bright, and all those bonuses are a testament to that. Number two, Conor McGregor. 60 G's, baby. Actually, that one wasn't included on this run. Has anybody in the history of life had a better few years than Conor McGregor did from 2014 to 2016? Seriously, name a better life. You can't. He was on top of the world, and for his efforts, he would score eight post-fight bonuses in a row. That streak would start in Dublin when Conor blew the roof off the place by TKOing Diego Brandao, 50K in the bank. Then Dustin Poirier would get clipped, dropped, and finished at UFC 178, another bonus awarded. Conor earned a title fight for his TKO finish of Dennis Seaver, but also a third straight performance bonus. Of course, he would have to settle for interim gold initially, and an exciting two-rounder with Money Mendez, but only earn the performance bonus for his TKO finish. On any other card, that would have been the fight of the night, but it was preceded by Rory Mack versus Robbie Lawler too, and even Connor at his peak wasn't going to be able to touch that. 13 seconds into his bout with Jose Aldo at UFC 194, Connor took undisputed gold for the first time, as well as a 50k bonus, as if he needed it at that point. Then came the Nate Diaz scraps. Fight of the night earned for both, and well-deserved, they were instant classics. Having come out the victor in the rematch, Connor now on top of the whole world, would finish his eighth bonus run by giving a flawless performance against Eddie Alvarez at UFC 205 to become the double champ. What an insane couple of years. Number one, Justin Gaethje. 
Is there a more fitting nickname in the entire history of nicknames than the highlight? Justin Gaethje is a walking Rocky movie. The guy tops our list with nine straight bonuses awarded, and he's only ever had eight UFC fights. This absolutely unbelievable run began when Gaethje entered the UFC in a straight-up movie fight with Michael Johnson that he somehow won despite taking massive damage. The TKO and the fight would earn him double bonuses. Next, he would be finished in back-to-back fights, Poirier and Alvarez, but you better believe those bouts were absolutely nuts and scored him Fight of the Night honors. Next, Gaethje would decide taking 200 blows to the head three times a year probably isn't the best idea and cleanly KO James Vick in the first round of their Fight Night main event to land another 50k bonus. Justin and Edson Barbosa only needed half a round to earn Fight of the Night in Philly that next March. The amount of leg damage done in that two and a half minutes is horrifying. I'm very surprised the KO didn't give Gaethje doubled up bonuses again, but he'd get himself another bonus by TKOing Donald Cerrone in just 418 and all of this culminated in an interim title fight with Tony Ferguson that saw Gaethje dominate but end up in serious trouble at one point, only to recover and get the job done late in the fifth. Performance of the night, fight of the night, nine bonuses in a row, nearly half a million dollars earned, every penny of it deserved. I just want to give a big, big shout out to the official fuel of MMA on point, Jocko Fuel. If you're a diehard for their all-natural supplements like I am, get your subscription in the bag by using the exclusive code MMAonPoint20 at originmain.com slash jocko-fuel. This gets you your 20%, your free lifetime shipping if you're a U.S. resident, and zero hassle moving forward. Because once you're subscribed, there's no need to reorder, you're good to go living your best life and kicking some good old American ass. Huge shout out to Max Randall for editing this video together. Follow him on Twitter at Max underscore Randall. A big, big thank you to Ben Rosette who provided that sweet tune you heard in the intro. Check out his music by clicking the link in the description and go give him a follow on his Instagram and Twitter page at Ben Rosette. Thanks for watching. Please give us a like and subscribe. We've got three new videos or more for you every single week. Let us know what you thought of the video in the comments below. Follow On Point MMA on Twitter and have yourself a wonderful day.